0: anchor.fm. Good morning. It is January 27th, 2020 at 10.19 in the morning. And it is my birthday. I have made it to the ripe old age of 32 years old. And this is not an age that I felt I would be seen anytime soon. Um, so not only seeing this age, wondering what I would be doing at 32 years old anyway, but also doing the things that I've been doing, living the life that I'm living, and interacting with the people that I've been interacting with. So on this morning, I wake up and I think to myself, actually, I'm going to be completely honest. I stayed up till like maybe midnight, 1230 in the morning. And so I'm at this point and a lot of people don't agree with me, but a lot of people, uh, I mean, uh, what I did is I went ahead and I took the day off. I did not want to be at work on my birthday. I feel that I have... Experienced enough birthdays at work in any one place for the rest of my life. And that's just something that I don't really need that anymore. Um, call me square. Call me antisocial. Call me having no fun. Um, But I would rather have my fun on my birthday. On a Monday of all days, right? Um, I'd rather have my fun... By myself doing what I'm doing here, you know, having a very mediocre breakfast, doing some homework, catching up on some homework, um, having the idea to go ahead and do a podcast for my birthday, and just having some time to just kind of chill and relax and just work on some stuff uh, at my own leisure instead of having to go in and deal with students and odd happy birthdays, I guess. I'd rather just see them kind of, like, coming on Facebook than have to deal with anything that would happen at work, I guess. I don't know. Um, But this is definitely a time for reflection. You know, thinking back when I turned 31, it was depressing, (laughs) to say the least. It was depressing. It was absolutely anticlimactic. Not that I really need anything to happen on my birthday, Um, for it to be monumental or anything like that, but it was just really depressing. I mean, going through everything that I did for that that past year and everything, it was just odd. I forgot a lot of things. Um, I didn't remember much. And now, things are so much better. And I seriously believe that when, you know, I got home last night after spending the evening with some friends and other people that I, yes. And, um, um, I'm, I'm hanging out in the kitchen. My dad comes in and I'm just kind of doing some work, working on the yearbook, working on some homework, watching some TV. And, you know, he comes in, my dad's kind of more playful these days. And so we kinda, we throw, we throw some body blows every once in a while and I get in trouble for doing it, even though he's the one who eggs me on all the time. Um, and he was like, you know, things are really looking better now, huh? And I'm just like, yeah, I guess so. And he was like, no, like, your life is really coming together again. And I think that's the first time that I've ever really had to, like, sit back and think about my life a little bit. Um, Because I can guarantee you that when I was in college, I was not thinking about, I wonder what I'm going to be doing when I'm 32 years old. Uh, I never had these ideas like, okay, I'm going to be married. I'm going to have – uh you know, two dogs, I'm going to be a teacher, or I'm going to have a podcast, or I would have been doing photography for over 10 years. I wasn't thinking those things when I was, you know, 21, 22, 23. I wasn't even thinking about those things when I was 24 and 25, you know, getting prepared to do the first round of marriage stuff. And so that thinking kind of changed and it's like, okay, you know, I'm getting married and, I have to look after a wife, and I have to think about a house, and payments, and cars, and the future, and you know, what do I want to eventually be, like a five-year goal as a married person. And, you know, all of that went away, and so now I have to kind of go back and rethink what my goals are. And, you know, talking to people and, you know, sharing my life with them and everything like that, and kind of the goals that I have now, being 32 years old... Um, they're a little bit more, what's the word idealistic? I don't know if that's the right word or not. They're more attainable. Um, despite having some of like the struggles of having to try and get rid of the second house that, you know, my ex and I have, that's still in my name. And then, you know, my whole truck issue with all that crap. You know, it's just a little bit of a there's thorns in my side right now, but they're not thorns that I can't get rid of. And, you know, when you start talking to somebody and you start seeing the possibilities that talking to someone might have, you start to think, like, well, what the hell am I doing? You know, why am I not trying a little bit harder? So that way, if this works out, things will be that much more comfortable. And so, having been talking to this person that I'm talking to, um, it's really light a fire, you know. I always tell that to my students, and like I used to, it used to be like an ongoing joke. Well, back in high school, with me and another friend of mine, it's like, oh man, like really, you know, that lit a fire under my ass, and um, and now it's just like I kind of need to start figuring out, like I need to get out of my parents' house for sure. I mean, I'm pretty sure that's any millennials' dream, um, ah, uh, because I mean, it just needs to happen. My parents are getting ready to retire. Um, I'm getting ready to graduate with my master's. I'm starting to figure out like my timeline as far as how much longer do I really want to teach? Am I prepared to dive, you know, face first into my new discipline of psychology and counseling and, you know, the struggles of trying to figure out the balance between, do I stay in education and slide into school counseling where I'll make a little bit more money but I'll have like this amazing schedule that nobody on the face of the planet has. Um, or am I going to go ahead and start figuring out dates and things like that as far as like throwing in the towel for teaching completely, um, you know, keeping my certifications, you know, always updated and everything like that. Cause you never know, but stepping away from teaching exclusively, like entirely and um, going full time into psychology and, counseling which might uh you know uh it might have to I might have to bite the bullet on this one and just swallow my pride a little bit and this might mean a little bit more school or like a little bit more studying to get licensed and making way more exponentially better money but then having been in the throes of a chaotic schedule like working weekends and working holidays um Especially if I decide if I decide to open up my own practice. So who knows? I mean, that's kind of like the biggest, that's like the big chunk right there of 32 is that's what I'm thinking about. Um, I would have never thought that I was gonna be getting a master's, that's for sure. Um, for those of you that don't know, my my first idea of getting a master's was actually supposed to be in education. I was gonna get my master's in educational leadership, and that was going to lead to me um becoming an assistant principal but i got so many dirty looks for that and i just see the administration um sometimes not where i'm at now but like the administration that i kind of grew into or a group part of to part of to that i grew as a part of and it was horrible absolutely horrible it was atrocious and um but now, you know, I see that and everything, and I wouldn't mind working in in administration, but definitely from the vantage point of a counselor and everything like that. I know that there's a really horrible stigma when it comes to um school counseling, that it's not actual counseling, but I have like this insane amount of tenacity in my brain and in my spirit and everything. And so I, I honestly believe that because of my Youngness. I mean, I'm still 32, even though my left knee tells, you know, tells me otherwise, I feel like 80 because of my left knee. You know, I'm still pretty young. I'm still pretty, you know, I'm in this game. I'm still learning. The trends are coming in faster than ever. I, I purposefully, and this is just me. This is definitely just me. It is not a standard whatsoever. But I, I choose to immerse myself in the culture and in the trends and everything like that. So, um, It helps me have an edge over, say, an older generation before me. Um, And some people, even in my own generation, uh, who don't like learning new things, like they're very adamant. They're very stuck in their ways. I don't want that to sound negative, but they're just very sure of themselves and they don't want change. They just want consistency at that point. For me, I want consistency, but I'm insanely down to learn new things as well and just to put all of these new things into my tool bag and, you know, go in my tool bag whenever I need to and pull out, you know, X, Y, or Z and and use it to help people. And so that's kind of where I'm at with balancing that one big thing. I do know that, you know, having some discussions and everything, I do want to get back into fostering. Um, And I mean, right now it would definitely be as a single parent, a single parent household. This is why I'm actually trying to work on getting my new my my first house back. Um, somehow I have already come to terms and I've already accepted that if I do if I do complete this task of my life and getting my house, I have absolutely zero reservations for being poor. Um, I'm I will welcome it. I I know how to make fancy ramen. I will eat ramen and ice cubes until until uh i figure out what i'm doing with my with my master's degree and everything so um this is this is a psa for everybody who does listen to this at least people who know me i will never leave my house until i am definitely financially stable for a while but you are more than welcome to come and visit me And you are more than welcome to come and bring pizzas and steaks because I think I'll still have enough money. I will buy an epic grill and I will grill any meats that you bring to me. Um, uh, Just letting you know that I will never leave my house unless I absolutely have to. And that's like probably just for church and for practice and maybe like birthday parties where I don't have to spend money on eating out or anything. Um, but that actually plays really good into like my entire personality at this point. I'm definitely more of a homebody. I don't mind staying at home. I've talked myself out of many a nights going out and not that I'm a huge party person or anything like that, but like just being out usually leans to spending money. And so I've talked myself out of going to, you know, 10 man, you know, even if I'm only getting $5 pours or something like that, you know, just kind of being around people, um, I've talked myself out of that, you know, I can just, I'll, I'll wait a couple of weeks. I can, you know, whatever. And then like when I do end up going, it's like, okay, I enjoyed this way more than back, you know, a, a couple of days ago where I felt like I was forcing myself to go out just to say that I went out. Um, so that's another thing. So the first thing that is on my list is definitely like my education and figuring all of that out because I see the light of the tunnel. The second thing is my house. Um, it's a huge thing for me. Uh, I just need my own space. I need to start building that part of my my life again. And so I feel like I've done a really good job in the past year of fixing and mending a lot of relationships with my family um, to one degree or another. And now the second phase of of rebuilding is going to be rebuilding my private life. And for the most part, I want to say that besides my podcast and besides everything that you guys see when I post on Instagram, I feel like my life has kind of Taken this turn into obscurity, and not many people really know what I'm doing at any one time anymore. I mean, half of my stories on Instagram are literally of just things that inspire me to shoot more or to have these ideas. A lot of these ideas go into like the yearbook and everything for school and whatnot. Um, I've been living more and more on Pinterest than than anything else lately, or I'm sharing pictures of (laughs) shoes that I want to buy. And so I feel like that's that private life that I'm trying to build more now. And so one of the things, too, is just I'm doing everything really, really privately now, like I'm talking to people in private. Um, The idea is to date and all that other stuff in private to share very little, because when you share very little, there's really nothing people can argue with or fight with you about anymore. Um, They're not allowed in your life. Um, I guess like a little snapshot of that is I've gotten into a, a couple disagreements with people. As far as when it comes to like ghosting them and like uh, blocking them, I've literally have blocked maybe like three people in my entire time on social media. And it's just like, it just doesn't make sense sometimes. You have these people in your life. You try and spend time with them. You really do. You really try and spend time with them. And it's like, it's just a ghost, a ghost, a ghost, a ghost, a ghost. And then it's like, okay, cool. You know, whatever. Whatever. Um, I guess this is just going to be a thing now between us. And then they still have the audacity to still kind of follow your life. And again, my life is not very out there anymore. Like I guess it used to be, Um, but it's still like, okay, you're seeing the things that I'm sharing, but it's like, you, you want to make the time to see the things that I'm sharing, but I'm not really, uh, you're not really reciprocating that whole idea where it's like, if I literally like, not necessarily verbally, but if I take the time to reach out to, you, it's like, hey, let's go do like some lunch or something or like some dinner. Then it's like, I'm down to spend my time with you, where I could definitely be doing something else, but I want to make time for you. Um, you know, just like I'm, you know, you making time to to talk to this person that I'm talking to right now. It's like, no, I, I want to make this time. And everyone's like, oh, you're so busy. You know, you uh, on you know Monday, you know Monday through Friday, you're teaching from from eight 15 to four 15. And then on Tuesdays, you have band rehearsal at church. And then on Wednesdays, Wednesdays, you have your major assignment that's due. I have a major assignment that that is due every Wednesday. I have two discussion questions on, on Sundays and Tuesdays that require three responses over the span of three days. Um, uh, what else? Um, Wednesdays the assignments due. Uh, I, I usually have to. I'm buying dinner for my parents on Wednesdays because my dad has men's group that he goes and leaves on Wednesdays. And then, as kind of like a little addendum, my my practices have moved to Thursdays, so Tuesdays kind of open. But that's like open. That's like a pretty good opening for me to do more homework. Um, and then it's like okay, like I'm done by Wednesday. Then I still have Thursday, and then Fridays are – I usually, again, I take my parents out for dinners on Fridays. Um, I take care of them as much as I possibly can, usually twice a week. On Fridays is usually you know family, and then finally, like Fridays at 7 is usually when my weekends start because Fridays uh, are usually typically for weddings if I'm covering them, and then Saturdays are usually free. I usually try and block out Saturdays just for myself or whatever but and so i mean you know you know this people that i talk to and everything's like you're so busy and it's like well no i'm not actually really busy like if i really need to go out on a wednesday then i'm just going to make sure that my homework is done a day before um but i'm never busy i'm i'm just preoccupied um so yeah so school education my house <laughs> being a homebody by by circumstance not by choice or definitely by choice it's definitely a choice thing um because I live a very boring life. I'm realizing that my life, I'm realizing more now than ever that my life has been very, very gray. Um, I do a lot of things by myself. I really don't try and seek out much attention as far as like going from place to place to place with a lot of people or anything like that. And I think that's kind of like the 50% being an only child kind of thing. Um, I just, I've always taken comfort in doing things by myself. And this person that I'm talking to, I've kind of explained to them that, you know, I've been doing photography for 10 years, I, I've done events and all these other things, but I've never done any of these things to be famous, or to be like the next, you know, El Paso's greatest, you know, this, or whenever the El Paso magazine does, you know, their top 100 or best, they're the El Paso best. And, uh, I've never wanted to be famous. Yeah, sure. You know, it's cool. Like when people like, Oh, like, you know, that's your work or they know my work and you know, Hey, that's pretty cool. It's like, Hey, that's pretty awesome. That's neat. But I've never wanted to be famous. My thing was that I've done all of these different things and I've have all of these different creative avenues because I've always wanted to share it with somebody. Um, all of this was meant to be shared. Um, you know, it takes two, two people to tango. It takes two to tango. You you don't get to one location. If you're with someone, you don't get to one location just by one person. You both have actively worked to get to one point. And so I'm deciding now, you know, putting myself out there and meeting people and talking to people, you know, talking to this person right now that I'm talking to. And it's like, things are going to change because I need to learn how to give more attention to the things that matter. Photography is always going to be there, and I can share that with somebody, and I would rather share that with whoever I'm with at the time, um, and not split my time between – I'm going to split my time with you and then you know, do my other thing. No, it's like I want to invest my time in you and this at the same time. I want to share this with you. Anyway, that's not what this podcast is about. This podcast is about being 23, <laughs> I mean, 32, sorry. I really hope that I've been saying 32 this entire time and not 23. My apologies. Um, this is why I'm a horrible podcaster. Um, What else? What else? I bought this really handsome wood toolbox. It's not even like, it's like a, a wood chest of toolbox. And I'll try and put up a, a picture of it. I've put some pictures on it, but not like in-depth pictures of it. And I bought it from Harbor Freight. And I remember seeing it a few months ago and at the time I really couldn't afford it because the job that I had just wasn't paying enough for me to like, you know, justify it. Now I can, um, very handsome. It has like a whole top. It has like three latches. You can lock the middle latch. It has this top it's lined. Um, all the, like the little, um, little drawers are lined with felt. It's meant for like, kind of like delicate tools. Like I kind of like welding tools, I think. Um, or like very w- delicate wood tools. But on the inside, there's like a little mirror and it's lined with green felt. I love the green felt. And on the top, you can put bigger things. So in the top, so I'm using this chest as a uh, writing station for like correspondence, writing and like letter writing. So on the top, I have my letters, my, um, what are they called? Uh, certificates of, authentic, of, of what, how do you say it? Certificate of authentication. No certificates of authenticity so when i print my landscape stuff for people i i have those that i put on the back of the photo because i really never print any of my landscape stuff i haven't i think i've printed maybe like five pictures in the last 10 years so i do that and then i also have my letterheads in here my personal letterheads my cards that i'm trying to get rid of because i need to design new cards and then there's two four six eight there's eight drawers There's six small ones. The top two have like actual like little dividers. And then the bottom two are like larger ones. So in one of the larger ones, I have different size envelopes in the bottom one. I have all my Sharpies. Like this one's all for my writing utensils. I have like some regular pencils. I have my fountain pen, my fountain ink. I need to get my two bottles of ink out of storage. Those are probably like horrible and all crusty. Um, and just different pens, different uh, fountain pens. There's so I have one fountain pen that has like cartridges that you can put in, and then I actually have uh, nibs for my other um, calligraphy pen that I can use. And that one does not take a cartridge. That one you actually have to dip into the ink to an ink well. Um, and so that one's for like all of my writing tools. Um, and then there's kind of like this drawer that you can pull out, and it's supposed to be kind of like an extended like work area and it's lined with the green felt as well, but there's just no way that you would be able to write on that. You would like rip through the paper every single time. So I just have it there. It looks nice. Um, You can lock it. You can like pull it out and push it up and then you could lock it so that you can't get to the drawers. So like when, when I finally move out, um, I can just close this all up, lock it all up, and then I can just transport it as a whole. I don't have to worry about the drawers flying out or anything, but it's very handsome. This is something, another thing that I've been getting into is a lot more letter writing. And so right now I am doing this thing called the 52 letter challenge, where you write 52 letters to somebody over the span of 52 days. And I believe 52 days is about almost three months. So I try and do that. I'm I'm on letter three, so we'll see what happens. It's, it's a little tedious to sit down and just write. Sometimes I usually end up writing like really, really late at night. And that's when the, the ideas and the creativity flow a little bit faster and, better. Um, what else? What other major developments? I think you've already gotten the hint that I'm talking to someone right now and I am not going to divulge that information just yet, but I am talking to somebody, so that's very interesting. I am very excited about it. I haven't been this excited in a, a long time about talking to somebody. So, it's pretty cool. I really enjoy it. It's fun. Um, dating is a thing and I I thoroughly enjoy it. It's very fun. Very keeps me keeps me young. It it makes me feel young. So that's really cool. Anyway, we're going to put a period there. I'm going to put a pin in there and we'll 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 uh, we'll unrupt that at a later date. Um, what else? What else on this day of my birth? Um, fostering. I do want to do the fostering thing again as a single parent. But I want to do it for teenagers. And so that's kind of another dynamic when it comes to, like, you know, talking to people and, and seeing where things go. You know, they have to be okay with some of the goals that you have in your life. And um, this person seems pretty okay with a lot of things, even though my goals aren't too outlandish. Fostering is a big one. That's a big one because it's a commitment from both people, especially if they're just not ready to, like, dive into something as serious as that. There's a very big shortage, guys. This is not um this little thing that I'm going to say right now is not sponsored in any way, shape, form, or fashion, but there is a very big need for foster families in El Paso, um, especially families who want to foster teenagers. Um, And that's exactly what I plan on doing once I get into a house, any house, is to foster again, to foster as a single parent and to foster uh, teenagers. So that would be, I mean, anything from 13 up to I want to say 17 because I think I believe at 18 is the age that they age out. Um, and I think they're allowed to stay like one more year. But during that year, there has to be like insane documentation that they're actually trying to like um, live on their own and get a job that can sustain them. So that would be like working on uh, job, apartments, finances, things like that. So, um, yes, fostering is a big one. Church is also a big thing, too. Um that is a huge huge thing that's been on my mind a lot lately. So I mean, it, it it doesn't really change too much in my in my world just because I'm in the band and so I kind of just go with it. Um but church has always been pretty big. I've had like these bouts of maybe I should start my own small group. I should start something. I just don't know what or how to do it because I have way too many way too many things that are going on in my life right now. And sometimes it's just like, man, I really wish I just had one thing, but I have one too many. Um, and then on top of that, I mean, I want to try and get back into playing music. And so for those of you who don't know, I play sax and bass. Um, I play bass way more than I play my sax. And bass is not even the instrument of origin for me. It's sax. Um, like I know how to write music, read music. I can play by ear, all that stuff. And I was just talking to my mom this morning before she left for work. And I was like, I had this really cool dream. And usually my dreams are stupid or insanely emotional. But this one, I remember being at like a jazz bar or somewhere. Uh, and, and on the table was a lot of music. And I think I was actually pulling all of this music out because I was going to be performing. And, <clears throat> I was just like kind of like practicing. It's too bad though, because like I was playing an alto and I sold my alto because forget that alto that I had. Um, And I was actually playing really good, which is actually very surprising. And um, I, yeah, I woke up. I was really hoping to like go back to sleep because I really wanted to figure out what I was playing or who I was playing with or whatever. And I just couldn't. I couldn't get back into that dream. But I do plan on playing my sax more somehow. So those are a lot of things. Music, my career, church, relationships, new relationships, and um, fostering all that stuff. It's just one thing after another, but I like these things and they're in no specific order whatsoever. I'm not going to order things in my life too much anymore. God will always be on top. He's on top and in the middle of everything that I do. Uh, but everything else is literally just going to be a byproduct of what he wants me to do and like the path that he wants me to take. And so it's going to be interesting. It's going to be really, really interesting. Um, yeah, I think that's about it. I think that's about it. I want to say thank you to everyone who has been actively wishing me happy birthday on Facebook. I will try and get to them and probably just do like one mass thank you by the end of the day. Um, and that's it, you know. That's that's me. And that's this podcast. So I'll talk to you guys later. Peace.